Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. And for this week only, get a 110% sign-on bonus. 110% of your initial deposit by using code NEXTROUND. That's MyBookie.ag, code NEXTROUND. Stephen Pearl, Associate Head Coach, Auburn Tigers with us now. What's up, Coach? How are you? What's up, fellas? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Uh, doing well. I guess the positive is you got the Florida trip behind you now. That, that has, that's been a tough one. Can you explain why that has been so tough for that long? I mean, Coach's reasoning is that when we were at Tennessee, he beat you know back-to-back national champions, Florida, <laughs> three out of four times, and um, that's kind of we've kind of been cursed ever since. So, <laughs> no, nah, it's just you know it's, it's a tough place to play, and um, we just you know haven't haven't played well when we when we've gone down there. Um, so, no rhyme or reason. It's just you know it's a it's a tough place, and you know they've always had pretty good teams when we've gone down there, and you know, we kind of just ran into a buzzsaw, honestly, and that's just kind of one of those things that'll happen. You look at Kansas last night. You looked at Alabama coming into our place last week on Wednesday. You look at Tennessee going to Texas A&M. You look at the top 10 or 15 teams on Ken Palm. They've all lost by, you know, 15 to 22 points at some point this season. So it's going to happen, you know. Uh, And Florida's, you know, one of the top four or five teams, in my opinion, in this league. They're probably the second or third most talented team in our league. And, uh, you know, they had a week to prepare for us, and uh, they were ready. And they had more energy, more pop than we did. And uh, they played great. And, um, you know, it was all we could do to kind of cut it to 16 points. But, uh, you know, it was, it was going to be a tough game uh, coming off a, a really uh, intense rivalry game on Wednesday and then having to travel to Florida. So we knew we had our hands full. Um, you know, but I just didn't think we were, we were going to get punched in the mouth like we did. Um, and, uh, you know, hats off to them. They played great. Hey, can you clarify this for us because we're complete idiots? Is there a significance in the net to cutting it below 20? Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, we were when we were down twenty six. I basically got in the huddle and told the guys, like, listen, we're not going to win this game, but we got to do everything we possibly can to get this thing under twenty. Because you know, if it's under twenty, your number is not going to move that much in a quad one game. Yeah. But if it's between twenty and thirty, there's a chance. You look at Kansas last night, lost by twenty nine. They dropped like seven spots in the net this morning. We didn't move it all in the net, and we lost by sixteen. So. Um, yeah, there, there is a little bit of strategy when it comes to, you know, when you're losing a game, you got to lose the right way and you can't really give up and you can't let it get out of hand. Um, you know, like some teams have. So we, we definitely talked about it and we were very honest with the guys and, um, they did to their credit, you know, even though it was, it was, it was worse than a 16 point loss in my opinion. Our guys did a great job in the last four minutes of cutting it from like twenty four to sixteen, which didn't hurt our math at all. You do, got, do you do that math, or do you have somebody else that does that? Is that a Stephen Pearl math problem? I mean, there's no way for me to like in game know what the math's going to be, but I I just know that you know obviously under ten is what you want to try and keep it out on the road, which is what we've done. You know, App State, Baylor, Alabama, Mississippi State. Those number those losses didn't hurt us at all. Um, but you know, on the road, quad one you keep it under 20 your math's going to stay pretty pretty consistent and, and pretty positive so that was just kind of you know the number we had in mind that we had to get it below and, and to our guys credit they, they did a good job uh there's no moral victories there but it's not going to hurt us in the long run uh in the ncaa tournament now obviously sec championship standings obviously it hurts but uh, at the end of the day you know it's not going to hurt our math you guys have been so good at free, uh, shooting free throws this year, 42nd nationally, a little over 75%. And Janai, I know he struggled a little bit, but one of eight. Um, is that just one of those off games for Janai? 
I mean, if you call a little bit one for eight, I mean, we have a different. Uh, <laughs> I think, you know, Janai had, was playing at such a high level and playing so well. Um, you know, it just got, it was one of those things that kind of got into his head and he just wasn't able to make, make free throws. You know, he'd been shooting, you know, um, I want to say, what was he? He was probably like 75% going into that game, 70%. And, you know, obviously that dropped his number down. Um, he was nine for 11 against Alabama in a, in a big game. And then he's one for eight at, at Florida. So, you know, there, there's a lot of factors that go into it. I think Jalen and Janai were both pretty popped in the Florida game because we, we just kind of rode those guys against Alabama and we just jammed it inside and kind of punked them inside against Alabama. And I think they were both pretty tired going into that Florida game and didn't have their legs. So that may have been part of it. Uh, tough road environment. And he just, you know, he just didn't play well. And I think that kind of carried over into his free throw shooting. Uh, but then as a team, you know, we missed four front ends of a one and one. We missed a couple in one opportunities. You know, if we make our free throws like we normally do, that game doesn't get away from us as quickly as it did. But, you know, it's one of those deals. We went 14 for 26 and uh, didn't capitalize on our opportunities. We didn't shoot the ball well from three, which has kind of been the recipe for beating us on the road so far this year. So, um, yeah, just not a great shooting night from us at all uh, in, in any standard. Yeah, one of our five big screens here in the studio, they just ran the promo for game day um, on ESPN coming up on Saturday. Uh, I don't know how many game days they do, but it feels like somewhere between six and eight a year, not not every week like it is during football. Uh, how important is that to have them back on campus again when it comes to recruiting and program recognition from where you sit? Well, I mean, if you look at um, college game day, they've come to Auburn three straight years, and then they've come four out of five years. The one year they didn't come was COVID. I don't think they were doing any on-campus games during game, game day during COVID. So four out of five years, basically four years in a row when they've been doing shows on campus. No one else can say that, but, you know, maybe Duke and Kansas. So Auburn, Duke, and Kansas get college game day more than any program in all of college basketball. Uh, and that just speaks to the success that we've had here it speaks to the jungle. It speaks to Neville Arena and the environment that we've created uh, as our home court advantage. So, you know, it, obviously it's huge in recruiting because uh, it's something that all kids want to do and, and want to want to play on. Uh, we'll play to it. You know, we have recruits coming town this weekend. So it, it's 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 an amazing feat and accomplishment for Auburn to be able to get college game day to be a, a place that they try and come to pretty regularly. So uh, our, our, it's a lot of credit to, you know, the players that we've had and, you know, our, our administration, our coaching staff to be able to create an environment that game day would want to come to year in and year out. Auburn Associate Head Coach Stephen Pearl with us on the JohnstonRVCenter.com hotline. He's kind enough, to, uh, kind enough to join us at this time every Tuesday. But if you were playing a crappy opponent, they probably don't show up. I mean, uh, South Carolina, this is a good team out of nowhere. What has happened year to year with Lamont Paris team to make them what they are? And the, the age of the transfer portal is an amazing yeah, thing boy. for programs like like South Carolina, like you know I wouldn't say Georgia because they're not doing as great, but Florida. Um, you look at um, you know just some of those teams that have been able to rebuild quickly, and, and Coach Paris has done an unbelievable job of getting the right pieces, getting guys like BJ Mack, um, Talon Cooper, the, the point guard from Minnesota, to come in to mix them with Michi Johnson. And he's got he's got an unbelievable freshman on his roster that's going to be one of the best freshmen you know in all of college basketball this year. Um, and and Colin Murray Boyles and they just brought in really good pieces that fit what they already had. And you know they're sitting at twenty one and three nine and two tied atop of the SEC. So the transfer portal has been an unbelievable way for schools. You know Ole Miss another good example 
for teams to be able to come in and compete and be relevant right away. And he's done a great job of that. And that's something that we've kind of obviously hung our hat on over the last couple of years, bringing in guys like Janai Broom, uh, Denver Jones, Walker Kessler, you know, Wendell Green, guys like that that have been able to come in and help us get instant success. So it just speaks to you know their evaluation and talent in the offseason and finding guys that would come in uh, and, and fit well in their system. And then obviously being picked last in the SEC, they had a chip on their shoulder all year and they've continued to ride that and obviously use that as motivation to stay hungry to kind of put them where they are right now. Uh, so, you know, hats off to them. They've done an unbelievable job. And it's, it's obviously a huge opportunity for us. They're ranked 11th in the country. They're 9-2 and two in the SEC, uh, one spot ahead of us. So we got an opportunity to, to beat another first-place team in our league. You know, 11 wins last year for Lamont Paris, and he could be your national coach of the year. But you mentioned the media picked them last. You guys recruit uh, the same portal guys a lot of times. Did, did you realize, uh, you and BP, that this South Carolina team was going to be a lot better than expected? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we if Janai or Dylan had left, like we would have gone really hard after BJ Mack. Like he, he's a really good, talented five man stretch five man, something that four or five man, something that we would normally put in our system. Um, and then you know, Talon Cooper, he played with Janai Broom at Moorhead State, so we had seen him uh, when we were recruiting Janai, and obviously we played him a couple of years ago, so we knew how good he was. And then the guys that they returned were obviously great pieces uh, that were going to help them, you know, obviously be successful. Miles Studi, a transfer from Vanderbilt, who can really light it up. Uh, they had, you know, a couple of really good guards returning from last year's team. And, uh, you know, we, we just kind of knew that they were going to be a lot better than what the preseason, you know, media picked them. But, you know, the preseason media guys, they don't know anyway. So um, <laughs> yeah, they, they kind of just, you know take a guess and, and, and see what happens. But, um, you know, they've done a great job and uh, have obviously put themselves in position to, to have a great year. You'll be proud. Your boy picked Vanderbilt to finish 14th. I had South Carolina at 13, just to be fair. That way, Jimmy. Yeah, so I only missed yeah. by 12 spots. Yeah, right now 12. Yeah, it's yeah. so only 12 spots. Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> listen, I expected you to beat Alabama, but the defense you played on the perimeter – uh, against Alabama down at Neville Arena was so impressive. I'm looking at the stats, and it says only Houston plays better defense than Auburn does in the country right now. Talk about the defensive effort and how much of a calling card that is for this team. Is it is that how you have success the rest of the way, that kind of defense? Yeah, I mean – Defense and you know rebounding are gonna are gonna help you win you know championships and win games and you know we knew uh, the Alabama being the number one offensive efficiency team in the country uh, we were gonna have our hands full and early you know we we didn't do a great job guarding them but that's when they were fresh uh, and they made a lot of shots and they had like six threes in the first half which is a recipe for disaster against those guys because if they're making over ten threes a game they're probably gonna win the game so. Um, you know, we knew early that we were going to have our hands full defensively. And, you know, our, I think our guards did a better job uh, as the game went on, you know, guarding strong hands and running those guys off the three-point line. And, you know, they only made three the rest of the game. Um, but offensively, you know, we, we made our – we really did a, a lot of good things offensively in that game, scoring 99 points. Uh, you know, probably could have been more. We only hit five threes and still scored 99 points. Uh, but we did a really good job in this game. You know, I'm sure Lance will be very proud, but we – we stopped. We didn't shoot as many threes this game, buddy. So we, 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 we jammed it inside, and uh, you know we, we got to the foul line fifty times, um, and you know they got to the foul line thirty five times. And when you look back at the film, like both teams were doing, were fouling every single possession, and it's all the refs could do to not call a foul every single second. And uh, you know that's kind of how the game had to be officiated. So 
we did a good job of recognizing that we had a huge advantage on the inside. And, you know, we uh, took advantage of Jalen and Janai and, and Chad Baker, obviously getting to the rim. Uh, and they just couldn't guard us uh, on the inside. And But uh, defensively, on the road, um, you know, it's obviously we, we got to step up a little bit more in that area. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we've done a really good job defensively so far this year. Our two-point field goal percentage is, the, is number one in the country. You know, our three-point field goal percentage is somewhere in the 20s or 30s. So it's a really important reason as to why we've had so much success and our guys have got to continue to buy in on it if we want to continue to win games. Okay, I'm glad you only shot 17 in Gainesville. <laughs> But I don't want to even go that direction. So I've got a kind of a loaded question to end for me. Uh, where did you watch the Super Bowl? Who did you pull for? And what does Brittany have planned for Nelly for uh, Valentine's Day? All right. So uh, Super Bowl, we just watched it at the house, just me, Brittany, and Nelly. Um, we were actually cheering for the 49ers because Brittany's from Northern California. Um, you know, she's a Swifty, so she was kind of torn uh in, in this game but you know we were we were cheering for the 49ers because you know obviously pat mahomes and kelsey like those are two of the best of all time uh but i wanted to see someone else win it so watch it at home and then for valentine's day uh britney has got a galentine's thing tonight so i'm being kicked out of the house the night before a game uh so her nelly and eight or nine of their friends are going to be at the house you know drinking wine and, and having a big dinner so that's that's their plan tonight i have no idea i'll probably just be in the office watching South Carolina and Kentucky getting ready for those games this week, but that's that, that's their plans. Kicked out of the house. I like how it ended. The night before a game, I'm kicked out of the house. Not just yeah. kicked out of the night before a game. Uh, 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 all right, he is uh, Auburn Associate Head Coach Stephen Pearl. Uh, we always appreciate the time, Coach. Good luck. Appreciate you guys. We're Eagle. All right, take care. Coach with us on the Johnston, RVCenter.com hotline.